So I actually made a decision, which was at the time quite crazy, you know, at the time, but for me, it made sense. It was this real gravitational pull. It was this outrageous, you know, <laughs> strength that was just saying, Sherilyn, you have to do this. Hello everyone and welcome to the first ever episode of The Sherilyn Show. I can't believe that I'm saying this to be honest because this is something that for a while has been kind of on my mind and one of those like niggling feelings and thoughts that I've kind of thought, oh I'd love to do a podcast, I'd love to do a podcast and there was just never anything that was kind of tipping me over the edge but very recently that thought started to rise to the surface a little bit more and it actually brings me on to the topic that I want to talk about today for the pilot episode, the first ever episode of The Sherilyn Show. So today we're going to be talking about all things taking the leap and taking inspired action and this is actually something that is so relevant right now because sometimes when it comes to inspired action, we don't know <laughs> what's going to happen on the other side of it. We don't know where certain steps that we take are gonna to lead to. The only time that we know is after we've completed it and then we look back and think, ah, I know what actually ended, ended me up here. You know, I know what led me here. Um, so it's actually really interesting because I obviously have no idea what is gonna become of this podcast. I don't know if it's something that I'm gonna love. I don't know if it's something that I'm gonna be like, oh my God, I'm actually done talking. Like, I have no idea. <laughs> but the exciting thing is just being able to do it. And there's so many things that have over time become a little bit more accessible to us, a little bit more sort of, you know, in the direction and aligned with what we wanna do that we're actually quite, you know, we're, we're in a good position to be able to get our hands onto those things. So today I wanna to be talking a little bit about certain things that I've noticed throughout my journey these little kind of like niggles and intuitions that have actually gone on to have a really profound and sort of, you know, really significant effect on the way that I live my life or just the way that life has kind of guided me on the path that it has. And I think the clues are always there. You know, I'm sure that any of you listening will know that there's certain things that you can kind of look back on in your life and think that that it was obvious sometimes from the outside um, you know, that that would be the direction that you would go. But it isn't always obvious to you. And I think that this is why that when you are kind of trying to, I don't know, figure out what it is that your passion is or figure out what it is that you're destined to do, one of the key questions that we always kind of get asked is, you know, what would your friends say about you? How would your friends describe you? What do your friends imagine that you would do or that you would love to do? Because there's something about the people that we spend our time with and there's something about the people that is kind of in our energy, in our aura and around us that they can see so much more clearly, you know, from a bird's eye view and a bird's eye perspective, what it is that we're supposed to be doing or what direction it is that we're destined to go. But when we're in it, when we are the person, it can be really difficult to put that into action because sometimes it feels so scary. And often there will be things that come up when it comes to your intuition and taking certain leaps that just don't feel natural to you. They just feel so out of character, crazy, wild. And you just think, why would I do that? <laughs> and I've had so many, why would I do that moments that now have actually gone on to transform into something that I now look back and think, oh my gosh, imagine if I hadn't have done that. Like imagine if I hadn't have made that decision or taken that step or 
whatever it is. So I want to talk to you about this because I think that there's quite a few of us at the moment that have had the opportunity throughout lockdown with all of its challenges and all of the difficulties that it's come with. I think it has also given us an opportunity to slow down. I think it's really given us the opportunity to kind of have that bird's eye perspective that maybe our friends have when they see things from the outside in. But when we're kind of going through the motions, living the grind, going from A to B and doing a million things all at once, it's really difficult for us to get that perspective on our own life and sort of that visual representation of what direction or what path is in front of us. We, we can't always see it because, you know, you can't see the woods for the trees. So because of that, um, I think that there's kind of this rise in, in people that are starting to realise that maybe they are not doing the things that inspire them the most, or maybe they're not doing enough of the thing that they really enjoy. Um, so this is why this episode is so important to me and so powerful, because I really hope that after listening to this, it just gives you a little bit more insight into steps that you can take in order to start following those intuition, you know, those intuitive thoughts and following those little niggles that tend to kind of be quite persistent. There's certain things that might just be a fleeting idea. You know, I can't tell, I mean, you know, if I pursued every single idea that came into my head, God knows what would have happened because <laughs> I wouldn't have had the time to do everything. But there are certain things that just don't go away. There are certain things that are very, very persistent. And, you know, some of these things even stem from childhood. So as I was saying, with this podcast and with being able to, you know, share with you some of the thoughts that kind of fly through my brain, this is something that I've always been interested in. When I look back as a child, I actually at one point wanted to be a radio host. I was like, oh my gosh, like, wouldn't that just be the dream to like sit and just talk? <laughs> I was like, that is what I'm destined to do. Just sit back, listen to music, like listen to all the good tunes and then just talk about anything and everything, have laughs with people that are calling in and all sorts of different things. And I just thought it was the dream job. I was like, that would be amazing. But there's just so much involved with obviously getting you to that point. And it wasn't anything that was, was I was so serious about that. I was gonna do everything it took to get there. It was just something I was like, I'd love to do that one day, but you know, nothing ever came of it. And as I said, life over time has kind of expanded into accessibility for certain things that we want to do. Granted, there's a lot that probably takes a lot more to be accessible to us. But now, you know, most people do have a phone. Most people do have a laptop or an iPad. And being able to sit at home or sit at work or sit in a coffee shop or wherever and just record yourself is so much more accessible than it used to be. It used to be camera crews and studios and all that kind of stuff. And of course, you know, if you are looking for the high quality stuff, then that's gonna be inevitable. But there's a great starting point here. And that's what leads me to launching this podcast because yes, of course, amazing, it'd be great to be on a radio show, chatting to all the people, but at the same time, I've actually got my hands on something here that I could actually start today, yesterday, that, is actually easier. You know, I've already got an audience of people that I communicate with regularly. Why not move that audience over to a different content form and actually become a bit more accessible to other people that might also be interested in what I've got to say. So of course, from the outside, there might be a million people listening to this. Well, I wish, I wouldn't million. <laughs> there might be two people listening to this that think, oh my gosh, of course, Sherilyn would do a podcast. Like that makes lots of sense. However, you know, I'll be really honest. Like this was something that wasn't obvious to me and it wasn't easy for me. I always thought that podcasting was kind of for people that were like super, super, you know, very like incredibly well known and, 
everybody was like supporting them and everyone knew what they were about and I just thought that like not that many people kind of know what I'm talking about really (laughs) and I know I like talking but I don't really know if anyone likes listening um so there has been a real shift in my energy around this you know I'm not expecting there to be a million people tune into my podcast but I am hoping that the people that do tune in are the people that need to hear this message and need these reminders and one of the things that I always say is my content is infused with good vibes and that goes all the way through to this podcast as well this podcast is infused with good vibes so if you feel like there's something that connects with you in this podcast today or if you feel like there's a message that kind of keeps coming through please know that this message is meant for you now of course as I said Starting a podcast to anyone else on the outside might be super obvious, but to me, it wasn't necessarily that obvious. But of course, it naturally aligns with my energy and it naturally aligns with my vibe. So of course, I love to talk, I love to communicate. And of course, I love creating YouTube videos, but I love them to be more of like a movie making, like adventure kind of travel movie. And in terms of talking, more than happy to do voice notes to my friends for 20 minutes. So this, I'm just gonna see it as, a very, very long voice note (laughs) to whoever's listening. Um, There's also been something else that's kind of come to mind. So I have for years and years, um, obviously had a huge passion for creating content and working behind the scenes in different types of content, particularly travel content in the beginning. So of course, I wanted to work in the world of content creation. And I was always quite hesitant about this and quite resistant about going into content creation because I was like, oh my gosh, I'm not a content creator. But all a content creator is, is someone that creates content. Of course, we can put a label on it. We can say that the content creator works in this industry or works in that industry. But ultimately, you are just creating content for whatever it is you want to do. And creating content was something that I was doing before Instagram was even around, all of that jazz. I've literally got so many videos. (laughs) They're quite terrible now, but look at them, of me just creating content. Um, And, you know, this is something that clearly is one of those niggly passions. So now, of course, I love to create content and I've seen the opportunities that it's opened up for me. It's helped me to grow my confidence. It's helped me to grow my network, helped me to grow my business, helped me to meet new people. So many benefits have come from me creating content and also networking with people through social media. So this is something that obviously is very, very near and dear to my heart. So I really wanted to create a space that I can help other people to create content that sits comfortably with them, but also connects them with people that they would love to kind of attract in their in their circle so the natural progression with that was being able to start a business that is geared towards helping people with content and confidence there are two things that I'm extremely passionate about and um, being able to work with people in that sort of one-to-one group environment where we can learn the the you know, the moving forward of the marketing system and be able to embody that into what it is that we do every day, um, you know, that's really, really powerful. And I've seen some incredible shifts and transformations in the clients that I'm working with. And I'm just so excited to see more of that unfold as time goes on. So another situation that my intuition just grabbed me by the throat and was like, Sherilyn, we are doing this, (laughs) was when it came to my move to Australia. So years ago, I had a job that I actually loved. Like I really, really enjoyed the job. I was really excited about this being my potential future career. It was a job that worked in entertainment. I was like, this is so exciting. This is gonna be amazing. All that jazz, you know, really, really excited. And then, you know, a few months into the job, 
I started to panic because as much as I was like, I would love to do this, you know, I'd love to kind of move through this career ladder and be able to have this as my job, you know, ultimately, um, there's something missing. And I feel like this is not the time to climb that ladder because if I start climbing it now, it means that there's some, there's a few things that I just haven't yet done that I know later are going to be really hard for me to kind of slip, you know, slip out of my career path and get back into it. So I actually made a decision, which was at the time quite crazy, you know, at the time, but for me, it made sense. It was this real gravitational pull. It was this outrageous, you know, <laughs> strength that was just saying, Sherilyn, you have to do this. And that was me applying for a working holiday visa, moving over to Australia and spending a year over there. Now, of course, I didn't know what was gonna happen on the other side of that. I didn't know what was gonna come of that. I didn't know anything, to be honest. I just knew that there was something that was guiding me in that direction and something that was encouraging me to take that leap. So packed the backpack, packed the backpack, you know, got on the flight, headed over to Australia. And honestly, it was one of the most incredible years of my life because I learned so much about myself. I learned so much about the kind of people that I wanted to spend my time with. I spent, I learned so much about sort of independence and resilience and really getting out of my comfort zone because I spent four of those months, you know, li living and working on a banana farm, um, which was something that I obviously <laughs> had never done before. And, um, you know, mixed in with all of that was this kind of practice, I suppose, for isolation. We were a group of backpackers that were away from our friends, away from our family, very, very expensive and slow internet. So we just had to find other ways to keep ourselves entertained and keep ourselves busy. And that's where I really understood the power of networking, connections, and that's what kind of then spurred me on to create a travel community that are all about connecting and all about talking about authentic experiences whilst they're traveling, not just necessarily having those touristy experiences, but also the off the beaten track and, you know, unique experiences. And what I've realized is that travel wasn't just something that I enjoyed. I realized that travel was something that I kind of needed to survive. It's almost my refueling. And through that process, I realized that it's actually quite important for me to create the kind of life that allows me to still travel. So moving up a career ladder, wasn't necessarily gonna give me what I wanted from that aspect. So it got me thinking about, you know, other ways that I can try and bring those two passions together, which would be travel and being able to move up my own sort of style of career ladder that would kind of su support me going forward. So it really did open a whole, you know, a door that I just didn't know was gonna be opened. And obviously, you know, I met so many different people and friends and so many different um, experiences that really shaped who I am today. So that was a real powerful and um, intuitive pull that was just kind of encouraging me to go for it. And then another one that I wanna to talk to you about, <laughs> This is something that's probably a little bit more, you know, I wasn't expecting this to turn, to turn out the way that it was. Let's just go there. But, you know, years ago, I had worked on a cruise ship. I, th I think I've mentioned this to anyone that's been following my story before. But I used to work on a cruise ship and I dated a guy that was on the cruise ship. And, you know, ship life is very, very different to sort of land life. You don't know when you're going to be on the same contract. You don't know whether you're going to be on the same ship. You don't know where people are from. You know, it's all very sort of, it's a very different lifestyle. So while I was on the ship, I met this guy, dated him, and then I decided I was gonna leave the ship and move to London. In that process, there was a bit of a breakdown in, you know, the vibe of the two of us, as it does. And, you know, years went by, that was 2011, years went by and nothing happened. 
And I had obviously spent a long time in London. I lived in London for nine years. And during that time, I met lots of people, did lots of dating, you know, all very casual. There was no one that I called my boyfriend for like 10 years, 12 years actually. Um, and yeah, you know, I just kind of was in this little limbo, I suppose I called it, between just living this London life and then kind of every now and then picking up a date, but nothing really serious. And then I had this intuitive pull that was telling me to download this new app that wasn't like Tinder, it was Hinge. <laughs> so I was like, okay. So it's kind of like, not as sleazy as, as Tinder sort of has the reputation for, but something that's a little bit more, you know, maybe I'll give this a try. So, you know, nine years after I've worked on the cruise ship, I download this app and I go on a date. You know, I went on a date with this guy, nothing really happened. It was what it was. We kind of like let it fizzle out and then that was the end. Now, something told me, oh, just have another look. Let's just, you know, scroll through and see if there's anyone else that comes up. And that's actually when I bumped into, virtually, the guy that I had dated years ago on the cruise ship. And I, I knew it was him because in his bio, he mentioned that he worked on a cruise ship. And I thought, oh my gosh, that's that guy that I used to date on the cruise ship. So I messaged him and the rest is history. You know, now, me and Daniel have been in a crazy lockdown situation together um, for, you know, near, over a year pretty much. Um, I actually left London earlier this year and moved in with him. And I just think that there was something that was kind of guiding me towards downloading this app. Prior to those two dates that I'd had, I had never been on an online date in my life. And I downloaded Tinder plenty of times, had all of these conversations that just didn't go anywhere. But there was something at that time that was just telling me, just download that app and just see. And then, you know, here we are. So sometimes we can't explain why we, why we need to do certain things. I obviously didn't think that was what was going to happen. But I think it's really important to start learning to explore those little niggles and those pulls and those pushes that the universe and our soul and you know our body is telling us to do because often there's a reason for it and I think if there's something that's pulling you in a certain direction even if it's a little bit even if it's there but it's persistent that won't go away until you actually decide that you're just going to do it so sometimes you know I've, I think I've over the years I think I've embodied this um I would just I would hate to be in a position where I just didn't know what that niggle could lead to. So it's kind of in my nature now, you know, over time this has built up, but it's in my nature now to kind of just see things through and kind of just try things out. Because otherwise I'm the kind of person that would probably always wonder, oh, what if? Oh, I wonder what would have happened if that, and you know, that's the last thing that I want. So I really wanted to share this with you today because this is super exciting for me to get into the world of podcasting. Like I said, I have no idea what's on the other side of this. I have no idea why my intuition is kind of giving me the nudges to try it. But I really, really wanted to, to give this a go and also include you in this journey with me to, to just see what happens and see what unfolds. So thanks so much for tuning in to the first ever episode of The Sherilyn Show. I'd be really interested to know what you thought of this episode. If you want to screenshot this, and share it onto socials that would be awesome and um, to try and encourage more people to listen and subscribe but have an amazing rest of your week and i'll speak to you all very soon bye